0: Welcome to Episode 3 here on the Romantist Records Podcast, Define the Odds, three weeks in. This week, I had the privilege of talking to one of my personal heroes in the vinyl industry, one of the tastiest wax players in the game, Heath Lawrence from Wax Mage Records. Heath runs the highly custom, highly tasty, high in the sky, best press operated wax maker custom empire, in my opinion. Call Wax Mage Records out of the Gotta Groove record plant in Cleveland, Ohio. It's a lot of words. Q uh, LeBron screaming Cleveland! Here. We discuss the growth of Wax Mage Records, how it came to be, experiences pressing super weird items into Wax, Heath's story, and Heath's Pink Ford probe. I can't get enough of this car. No one owns a metallic pink Ford probe, except for Heath. Uh the Romanus record Podcast comes out every Wednesday with interviews monthly for Romanis artists, fans we love, independent labels, and DIY entrepreneur types. Feel free to check out our Patreon for our Romanus Coliseum members program where you can save 20% off any of our insane vinyl creations forever for only five bucks a month as well as early digital access. Our next release is the week's two moons LP from these Nashville boys dropping September 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern at the Romanus Web Store. This album is a rock and roll introspective trip. The Weeks have toured the globe. Had one of their albums put out on the Serpent and Snakes label from Kings of Leon and been on major labels across the land. We cannot believe we got to partner on this release. We're so excited. Uh, Episode four is next week with Mr. Guest. Now buckle up, you goons. It's time for the Romance Records podcast. All right, we are live. All right. Technology Technicolor here on the Romanist Records Podcast. I have the one, the only, Heath of Wax Made Records. How are you today?
1: I'm great, man. How are you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing really good. It's been a while since we've heard our actual voices.
1: Yeah, like, it's a fact. I'm tri- I'm tripping out a little bit.
0: It's been but strictly it's like, Matrix for like... Three or four years.
1: I know it's like a homecoming, though. It's like a reunion of sorts.
0: <laughs> a reunion of people who spend too much time around PVC and sealants.
1: <laughs> a, that's a fact. Our brains might be a little foggy. <laughs> I do
0: wonder about the long-term effects of this. Don't. You know, the, I'm every day. I I've started wearing a mask. mask really? Starting to, yeah, I'm starting I, to be a, a little scared. Feel like
1: another another 10 years and we won't remember that we don't remember
0: that's true i like your optimism (laughs) that things are going to go terrible for sure (laughs) (laughs) so we are uh by the power of technology you are in what city
1: i am in cleveland ohio
0: all right and i am here in good old franklin indiana okay america's hometown 30 right. minutes south of Let's Indianapolis. And, you know, thank all, you. Thank you, for the Matrix for making this possible. We appreciate that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, I want to uh, get into our opening segment called uh, Let's Get It On. All right. Let's get it on. And my first question, as I started to comb the archives of history, trying to understand the glory the majesty of waxed Mage records i was trying to figure out when it started and it looks like the internet tells me it became official in july 2015 can you uh, confirm or deny this
1: that that is a that is a fact uh, july 2019 we we 15 uh, wait
0: 15 or 19
1: 2015
0: we're 19 right now <laughs> you got
1: me <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening <laughs> <laughs> Every day is the same as it ever was, man. Yeah, it was uh, July 2015 that uh, Sarah Snyder and I got together, and we just started an Instagram to That's like, when show it's real. what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, that was it.
0: I remember when I saw it, and I was like, oh, those are hot. Those are some spicy records. <laughs> and I immediately, like Thanks, anybody man. else, was like, hey, hey, <coughs> hey, hey, hey. And I wasn't anybody else at that point. Like... um uh, definitely my label and i was like i'm trying to do weird stuff it looks like you do mad weird stuff (laughs) yeah man yeah like i'm sure everyone on earth was you know
1: it was a no-brainer that we got together and uh made some records
0: (laughs) did you feel like uh early on whenever it first started to really take off a little bit like was it just could you not believe how bombarded you got so quickly
1: it was a thing I used to say to Sarah was that, hey, man, just white knuckle that steering wheel, man. Hold on because this shit's about to go crazy because what we were doing, we, were, we weren't really seeing any place else. Right. And uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still white knuckling it, man.
0: That's the only way to live. Like I tell people all the time, you never know how long it's going to last. So just ride the wave as hard as you can. And like, look, if when the wave slows down, it's cool. You'll know you got everything you could out of it instead of Absolutely. being like you know well i'll just take it easy because if you take it easy you might miss something but
1: right yeah no i I'm, I'm still to this day i push i push as hard as i can trying to push the boundaries i, I think
0: uh, i think the internet gets that vibe for sure
1: <laughs> red
0: um further research tells me that you started pressing records in 2010 at a got a groove is this correct also
1: that is also correct i've been a
0: I feel very press early operators. researched.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, been a press operator, got a group since uh, 2010. Uh, born vinyl since then. Okay, yeah.
0: okay. And did that? How did that come about? Like, were you, you know, were you looking in like the yellow pages? You know, <laughs> it was 2010, after all. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how did you? How did you get? This I was. Job?
1: Uh, I was uh, playing in a band. Uh, called hot cha cha at the time we were doing a lot of touring and, and we ended up getting on a record label called exit stencil record Existential records and uh they had they had one of our records pressed and i asked where he got it done it was my first time on vinyl and he was like oh right right here in cleveland and i was like you are fucking shitting me <laughs> and so so i i you know like literally like if not that hour like next day like researched where this factory was it was pressing vinyl and uh harassed the owner vince sluzars for about three months and uh until he hired me i was i he was like i called you know that that very next day and was like are you hiring he's like no i was like can i give we, you can i fill out an application and he was like we don't have applications i was like can i send you <laughs> a resume he's like he's like we're not hiring i was like can i come and take a tour and he was like yeah we can, you can take a tour so i showed up with my resume <laughs>
0: that's see that's yeah. smart now yeah something that i have done as it's i've like, gotten bigger and bigger bands on the label what most people don't know almost all of them i have just literally gone to a show and just given them, like found a way to act, talk to them in person and give them a weird piece of vinyl and that's been the far most effective way to get someone to like give you their contact information no fat. different than how you were like if i can just get them to see my face
1: <laughs> right, yeah
0: surely they it's will like hire it. me
1: yeah i mean- I mean, I've always been blue collar working in factories and warehousing and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I'm pretty familiar with machines. Just I wasn't obviously, you know, familiar with the record press, but I, I really wanted to be. So um, that that's how I got in there.
0: You were ready to get familiar with that record
1: machine. <laughs> yeah, man, that's I-, I, I had no idea. I had no idea what at that time in 2010, what I was actually going to be getting myself into. At this point now, 2019.
0: Right. No idea. Um, so as time went on, uh, you still continue to play in some bands. Uh, you played in uh, a band called Hot Cha Cha, correct? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, at the, at
1: the time I played in Hot Cha Cha. Um, I play bass in a band currently called Gold Mines. And I also correct. play, we're kind of on a hiatus. And I've been playing in a band now, a hardcore band, a punk band called Dash.
0: Sweet. how how do you pronounce that again
1: uh uh, dash it's d-e-c-h-e dash Dash. yeah all right yep
0: so as um all that continued to progress um did you think that touring kind of helped your like vision of what you wanted i guess like for wax mage did you just feel like you were out there touring and just not seeing what you were already capable of doing and you're like why does no one have this stuff did that ever cross your mind it it
1: never really crossed my mind but um the connections that i've made uh being a musician and touring and, and meeting people and being at shows um you know seeing seeing their merch and and seeing what's actually out there um and then also you know like, like vinyl is not it's not like Getting 300 tapes made, you know what I mean? It's like it's a commitment. And it's something that you have to like really th- think about and think about. You know, like For the sure. art that goes into For it. The you know the you know what what color is your record going to be? Like, how do we want this to be sonically? And like all the 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 minute moving parts that need to move together in order to to make it happen. But absolutely, my contact contacts with with musicians and. And getting stuff out there has been an integral part of, of you know, pushing pushing what what I do and bringing business to Gata Groove as well.
0: Right, that's a uh, that's been one of the, and we'll talk about that more. I think that's such a crazy kind of world. I'm sure that's very good for your employment. Your employer is probably a real pro, uh, yeah. you know, discovery. And <laughs> as I continue to read, and I mean things I knew about you, obviously, like before. Um, but I tried to research you like I didn't know who you were. Like I was right. like, what it, what are this wax mage records? Why are they on the Romanus Records podcast? <laughs> and, um, you know, I think it's it's so wild how fast it all grew and continues to grow. Now, a question that I have, and I believe it's been rumored. Uh Honey Elkatib, uh in the dirt, you pressed those hundred like tricolor milky records correct
1: that that is correct um they actually got in touch with god of groove and they were like can can you do this and my boss said can to me can you do this and i was like let me see what i can do so i figured out i f- figured out how to get all these colors together in one record the red white and blue and um then at at the time Sarah snyder was still working at god of groove and she she i pressed maybe me personally, I pressed probably fifteen or twenty of them, but she did. She did majority of that run. So, but I just I showed her how to do it. But yeah, it was definitely you know a wax mage thing. I have a different way of laying stripes now, but uh, you know just the the fact that somebody came along and they were like, "Can you do this?" and I was like, "How fucking am I yeah, I'm gonna try to," sure. <laughs> you know, because I was like, I was like, "It's Haniel Kati, man, this no. is great shit."
0: So yeah. I am a huge Haniel Khatib fan. Yeah. And I remember uh, seeing him at the Bishop in Bloomington. Um, and this was like right before he kind of started to take off a little bit. And But he was already getting like on the West Coast, on both the coasts, which is pretty traditional. Yeah. He's getting a lot more pub, whereas here in the Midwest, we're typically, sadly, a little behind or at least. We're, yeah, we're
1: in, a, we're in a vortex. For sure.
0: <laughs> and I went and saw him, <laughs> you know, with like eight people. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, and I loved it. And then when he came back. He was playing with the black angels and I went and I wanted this record and I knew, and it was his first stop on the, in the dirt tour. And so I was like, man, Mm. if I get there, I'm guaranteed to get one. And I went to like, I got there like five hours early, like thinking (laughs) surely there will be other people waiting. I could have just showed up 30 minutes before doors and would have been fine. Right, <laughs> but I got that thing and it's actually mounted on my wall oh, nice! I was like it's so sweet I love Honey Al he's one of my all time favorites and like, I was like well I spent that much time it should at least you know look at me just as often so, uh, <laughs> right
1: yeah yeah
0: thank you for pressing that beautiful record of man, I'm, glad, I'm glad you gripped it man for real it's such a good album too man those first two albums of his are incredible um,
1: yeah agreed
0: so I guess like to kind of come back when do you think that first big moment that it felt like Wax Mage started to really take off what do you think kind of what that was besides just launching an Instagram was there like some publisher picked it up or did someone reshare something out or what do you remember
1: man you know i don't i don't know there's there's been like a couple of um uh, strange things when um it was um somebody from before uh jack white had third man pressing opening up i know i used to get all this stuff done at urp and they would do the the seven inch uh tricolors the black white and yellow and right. then somebody somebody got in touch with us um and they were like can you do this black white and yellow i think they were just doing basically res- research to figure out you know, how, how maybe they could do it or whatever. Um, but I was like, I was like, hell yeah, we can do that. And so I did it, you know, probably differently than other record pressing plans do. Um, but, um, it was, I think for, uh, Jack Wood, um, a seven inch, I can't remember the, the title of it. Um, but it was through third man and, and we did, the tricolor, a hundred of them, and then we just like never heard back for for a while. <laughs> but I, I I think that um I think um probably our sales guy um mentioned to us that the reason that they went to uh, GGR was was because they knew who Waxmage was and they wanted to see how I did it or uh, to see if they could research and look at the album and figure out how I did it. But still, nobody knows how I how I do it. <laughs> so hey, that's uh, but uh that. So that was a thing that actually, that actually, that that you know, Third Man knows knows who Wax Mage is, and and that makes me really proud because I, you know, I really love a lot of the stuff that Third Man is putting out, and um, I so was he's... able to take a tour of their plant and um, see all that stuff in Detroit, and and it's it's an amazing, clean and quiet record pressing plant. It's beautiful. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: it is the, it's it's truly like. Uh... It doesn't feel like a factory, that's for sure.
1: (laughs) No, no, it it doesn't. It's it's a factory that a rock star owns, and it and it it looks and feels that way. And you know, like I said, all the records that they're putting out and all the work that he does, I'm always impressed by it. So,
0: for sure, Um, that was definitely for us. One of our big things was my first handmade custom I made was these glow in the dark dinobone filled records. Yeah, I was in Nashville on vacation, and I was like, I'm just gonna stop in and just see if ben blackwell is around maybe he'll think this is cool i don't know you know maybe he just yeah 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 won't be here but i just asked said hey i've got this i made this for my band blah 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 and this lady was like you made that i was like yeah she goes oh he'll for sure want to see that just just wait here <laughs> he came back with like a bunch of like chinese food in his mouth and was like you made this i was like yeah and he's like i want to buy it
1: <laughs> nice nice man hell yeah
0: Yeah, and so it was like, and I hadn't even sold one of those yet. And so, like, the first one I ever sold was to them. And uh, but then that opened up conversations, and that respect factor, you know, like, is so cool. Yeah, they truly, you know, they definitely. I there was a phrase I saw once and said making they made vinyl cool again, and vinyl's been cool for a long time. It has been in the public consciousness. They definitely, I think, have maybe made the biggest impact on in the last probably 10 years for sure i think that'd be tough to deny so oh yeah yeah. um so as all that continues to go you've been involved in so many projects because part of it is it's just your job like you're there yeah um but it's more than just your job like i truly believe it's art and i know that thank you um and i shy away from this too like we do like i've read in some stuff that you don't like to be called an artist and i don't it feels weird. I think of yeah, artists as like it
1: does. Like you, like you went to college. Like you're trained, you right? Like you're art school. Eighty, you're eighty thousand dollars in debt, needing ramen noodles and peanut butter. You know what I mean? That's right, like, right. That's like <laughs> that's like a real fucking artist to me. And I didn't pay my dues that way. I just am a blue collar worker at factory. For,
0: for sure, you you pro, you identify more with someone who, uh, you know, uses a chainsaw to uh, cut you know, bear sculptures.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I mean what you're doing and I'm sure you hear it all the time and you are probably so callous to it, but seriously, it's, it's truly, I think for press operated vinyl, it's the, I mean, it's the best stuff in the world. Like, and I really mean it. Like it's, um, the techniques that That you're developing and just the willingness to, I know just to beat up some uh, platters to death. I always yeah. think about how many yeah. stampers you must have uh, laying around just to beat to death. I to do, see.
1: I do, I do. I have some scrap stampers that I get that I get to experiment on because uh, you know then I don't have to worry about if I'm scratching you know somebody's sure. job that has to go out the door. You know what I mean? If I have an idea, and um, I'm really lucky that that uh, Vince gives me an opportunity and gives me the time to let me experiment that way. It's been a lot less lately because just because of how how busy we we've become but um i I still managed to find the opportunity to you know just throw some vinyl on the place and see what happens and and that and for me it really is that's where the joy comes from because i don't even know what's going to come out on the other side right you know what i mean so the, Um. the hard the hard work is remembering what I did to make that thing happen and can I do it again
0: yeah like a repeatable process yeah
1: that's it make it repeatable that's something that my before I was even before they even put made wax mage uh, customs available to the public my boss I'd bring him something and be like wow this is really neat and he'd be like wow that's really neat is it repeatable and I'm like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) so it's a lot of work and a lot of time studies you know to figure out how all that stuff works, how much material goes into it, how much time goes into it.
0: Most definitely. Um, so, you've done some pretty incredible projects um, over time. Um, I guess one of my questions is what's one of your favorite projects or pressings that you have done uh, under the guise of Wax Mage or just your time at got Groove?
1: Oh, man. Um. You know, I'm gonna have to say it was that hidden hospitals um, released. Um, I think I think it was a second run, but but he only ordered he ordered a a hundred customs, basically, oh, wow. and which is like unheard of at a Groove. And so I gave him four of my favorite designs that I like to make. So I split them up in twenty fives. I did the party monster the triple x design the the nebulas and and um the negative space designs i think for those and and i was just like really proud of that run and really proud of that release i do a lot of stuff with soul step records and and i Woo! always ask him i'm like i'm like do you do you have any color scheme in mind do you, do you have any design in mind do you do you have like any idea how you might want this to look or feel and he's like no man I trust you, just do whatever you want to do it. I'm like, holy shit. So again, it's like giving me an opportunity, you know, to to experiment, you know, with with his with his product. And I'm just like, Holy shit, this is fantastic. Yeah, Melvin Melvin is killing it at at Soul Step
0: For sure. Melvin over at Soul Step Records is one of our favorite brotherhood. Oh yeah. Like he's uh, as far as like indie labels that we're connected to he's definitely one of our our closest allies you know it's kind of like a it's a tight-knit group because independent labels they a lot of times they kind of come and go and we've i feel very stoked that we are, we are still surviving <laughs> and growing um and melvin is just a champion and he's definitely a champion of soul, of a uh, wax mage for sure i mean the amount of wax yeah, mage he no, makes, he's like has produced is pretty staggering
1: yeah that's a it's a fact. And um I get to do I get to do uh um making customs for Kadabra, I get to make um customs for uh coal mine is just like getting on the getting on the bandwagon here and and um a lot of their releases of it is it's just unreal, unreal stuff. The music and, and the fact that I get to do do art on top of the art on top of the art and so on is just it, it's i'm a lucky son of a bitch
0: and that's <laughs> and that,
1: that's 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 a fact you know i'm well
0: that's a, I've that's always a good attitude knew, to have
1: yeah I, i've always known that i was going to be in the you know when i was a kid you know in my 20s i'm like oh i'm gonna be a rock star and then you of know course. I hit 40 and just like you hit 40 and you're like okay i gotta figure out how to be a rock star another way <laughs> <laughs> right and so and so i get and getting to you know be a part of all of these different projects with all these you know incredible people that run these amazing labels and all the musicians that that you know are helping to support all this stuff is yeah i couldn't i couldn't have a a better more rewarding life and and career in what I do I'm really grateful
0: well, I love hearing some of the positive attitude, I think we're in need of that more than ever um with um I guess some of your, my other question is uh, you've worked with some really high profile things like um, the anti-flag flag. flag Yeah. Yeah, man. Tell me about that. that? Did you, did you have any mixed emotions, any thoughts? Like what were your thoughts on that? And give people, if someone's listening to this, they may not, they have no idea what that is. I'm trying to, you know, give them like, like, what was it? Like, uh, can you just tell us about that release?
1: So, um, so with, the uh, anti flag. I think it I think it was a just like a random thing and they're they're sorta of, sorta of local guys. You know, they're just another state over. Um I have some friends here that are friends with those guys and they were getting pressed here at Gotta Groove. And I was like, man, it, you know, it's fucking anti flag. I was like I was like I'm gonna burn up this I don't know why we had like these little tiny American flags at my shop, but we did. So I like Burned, burned up, like tattered up some of the edges, and um, mm-hmm. laid it laid it in a vinyl, and then sent them a freaking picture of it. I think I think it was just like over Facebook Messenger or something, and they were like, "What the shit," you know? And um, so they were like, "Let's let's partner up, let's do something, um, let's auction these things off." Um, and, and so they he they put them up on eBay. I think they had like six total, and uh, they put them up on eBay and auctioned them off, and and then, you know, Wax Mage got to choose um, what organization we wanted the, you know, the proceeds of those records to go to. And, um, and then they chose, they chose a couple organizations. So all the money from the sales of those records went, went to, like, something good to, like, you know, I think, like, like local homeless shelter or, or um, uh, LGBT um, things and, and stuff like that. Just, like, you know, power to the people, basically. So I, I was really proud and really happy that I got to do that.
0: That's no, Sandy that, Flag, and my, my cool.
1: feelings about my feelings about it is just like it's it's art, man. Um, art with a message, and um, you know things aren't going so great right now um, for a lot of people and a lot of people that I know. And you know the the timing of that in that moment, um, it couldn't have, couldn't have been better. And yeah. Yeah, something I, something I was really happy to be a part of.
0: And then something that I think came across my my interwebs recently was, um, I saw that you did something with Crosley. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, can uh, you said? tell us Morgan. about that? Dang it, I can't remember her name right now. Morgan. Uh, <laughs> she she uh, it's Morgan. I can't think of the last name. Feel I feel bad. like so on the spot. Um, but uh. Uh, they, had, they had ordered uh, just a handful of customs, I think just like 25 customs, and um, she, she'd uh, covered the White Album, basically. So um, I, cool. I got to make some customs for that, and um, they were really happy with them. And again, just another another thing that I was really proud of, uh, that I got to be a part of, um, Beatles' White Album, one of my favorite things, and, and she did a really good job like co- covering that record. Very impressed. It's gonna
0: be tough to do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it is. That she would be like great. you know, yeah.
0: you know, it's not my favorite album of all time, but I understand its a place in history. That'd be like, like, oh yeah, the Mona Lisa. I'm gonna repaint it in my, <laughs> right? you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what I would do, it like you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, sure. um, sure, i want to get through one more chunk here, and then we're gonna transition, really- um. So, did you grow up in Cleveland? Are you like a lifer? Did you grow up there?
1: I did. Born and raised, yeah. uh, born, born in, uh, East Cleveland and, uh, raised pretty much like, uh, South U on the east side and, and then did a lo- whole lot of growing up on the west side. So, I'm still here on the west side. I lived in California, San Diego for a while, traveled a shit ton. <laughs> and, and this is, this is home. This is where my heart is. This is where my family is. And, um, and, uh, this is this is the place I love and the people that I love are all here.
0: That's rad. So, so right. I love yeah. the Midwest, like to death. Yeah. But I always think it's in like I wouldn't I love to travel, but I love just the way I think the pace of life is here for people. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: totally and I different. love
0: that it feels like a lot of times some like in a weird way that people are struggling a little bit like to to make it just feels like it's so much more obvious when someone is really trying to make their dreams happen because it's you know, sometimes those aren't as accessible because there's not big media platforms, or you know, the accessibility to some of some people's dreams are a little tougher here. So you feel that much more connected when someone like really rises up and becomes somebody, and you're like, man, that's awesome. Um, yeah, hell yeah. With with that in mind, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about LeBron James? What are your thoughts? Do you not care? What are your thoughts on LeBron? <laughs> LeBron. As a as a as a Clevelander, as I mean, he's Akron, but like, you know yeah. I digress.
1: Uh, man, he's 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 getting his thing. He's chasing his dream. How can you be mad at a man for doing that? You can't be mad at anybody for chasing their dream.
0: That's good. I, I, like, I, don't, I like that. I don't feel
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why why are you gonna if someone rises up above the crowd, I'm not gonna be the motherfucker that chops their head off. I'm not gonna be that person. I support man, if you need to get out to get what you need, do it. Right, and he's like, also you know like
0: what? six nine, two sixty. So, like, right. I, you know what, I mean.
1: his head's already above the crowd. But you know what, <laughs> man, I support anybody who's who's chasing their dream and doing the thing that they love and and being passionate about it. You can't be mad at somebody. You just you, you just can't. Yeah, for sure. More power, more power <laughs> to him. I'm not mad about
0: any. I mean, he's doing a lot of great stuff with you know s- schools in the area. Absolutely. Um, I have yeah. a a lot of family in Akron, so. Every time I keep hearing about the things he's doing for the area, I'm like, "Yeah, LeBron, you're pretty great."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not, am not mad at the man. And if you wait, if he didn't get out to chase his dream and to to follow his heart, he might not have been able to do that. You know what I mean? For so, sure. For sure. Just it, everybody and everybody always comes back home. That's the thing with Cleveland, and <laughs> might be a Midwest thing. You always come home. You always come home.
0: Oh yeah, everybody comes back. Okay. <laughs> uh that's just that's the way it is like it's everyone's like i can't wait to get out and they get out they have their fun and they're like yeah i'll go back at least most people do um yeah. i've definitely i grew up in a small smaller town and definitely dealt with that i, I cleveland's much bigger than where i grew up but it's the same mindset everyone wanted to get out and i almost always came back um yeah
1: yeah but you, you take what you learn when you're out and you bring it home and you try to make where you live a better place for. for it. sure
0: yeah. Um, what are your kind of goals and aspirations for wax mage going forward? What do you hope to achieve besides like, you know, getting that cheddar, getting that pay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I don't know, man, I, I really don't. Um, just trying to maintain a, you know, like the, the daily excitement, um, you know, and and uh, what what I hope to achieve. Um, you know, uh, I I made a Wax Major L L L C. I can't even say yeah, it. LLC. <laughs> yeah, LLC. Um, yeah. Uh, last year, and uh, you know, I just want to make sure I pay my taxes on time.
0: <laughs> For real.
1: I mean, wh- that was what one do of I my want? least
0: favorite things. Was like the first time. I got this giant. I wonder if this is what happened to you. You run <laughs> exactly. a web store for your record label, yes. And then you get this end of the year, you get this big thing from PayPal, and it's like a legal document. It's like a ten ninety nine k.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And it has a yep. you know an amount that you were once very proud of, and now you're very disgusted by. <laughs> right. You're like, oh crap! They expect me to to re- report this.
1: I didn't save any money for this. I didn't plan
0: for this. <laughs> and then you start to scour the earth. You're like, all right, right exemptions. What I got. Uh. <laughs> right.
1: I'm like, like, what records can I sell?
0: <laughs> right. You're like, Vincent, There's I need you. Sale. I know I work here, but big I know sale I, at the end of the year. I need you to tell me that like in writing, I need invoices that say that this costs more for me to do <laughs> right. as an employee. Like,
1: <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I would just really like to. I. Uh, I want to have. I want to have some records in the Rock Hall. That's what I want. That's the end. Of the, end of the day. Yeah. Just put. Just have a couple of my records in the Rock Hall, and then and then I'll be done. I'm fine. Well,
0: there's a way to do that. Would you like to know?
1: <laughs> you just show up and ask to take a tour and give them some records.
0: That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> <But> yes. Okay. <laughs> I. I totally did that. I took Absolutely. scraps.
1: I tell I tell my musician friends to go and do that. I'm like, because then you get to go in for free.
0: <laughs> I did it. I we totally. Yeah. You yeah. told us. You told brother yes. brother, and we went there and we just took the scraps. We had like a pile of scraps. We had like ten records, <laughs> with us. and we walked in and we're like, hey, we're in a band. We have got this really cool vinyl. Uh, we heard, you know, if we we you know we're on tour, we. Might be able to get in for free or something if we brought, you know, uh, some, you know, some bottle <laughs> yes. or something. They're like, "Oh yeah, let me check." And like, you know, they go somewhere for a second and they just took our big stack of records. <laughs> they were all scrapped. <laughs> they were so scratched, and they said, "Yeah, go on in." <laughs> nice. And I was like, "Sweet."
1: Yeah, man, that's it. That's how you do it. I was yeah, like, this man,
0: I never felt so cool. Yeah, I was like, Heath is in the know. I'm a brony. <laughs> Like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in there somewhere. I mean, at least they were for a little while. They're probably in the trash now, but they were <laughs> in the, on the premises for uh, right. a brief period for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hope that they like just the. Well, I wanted to say I hope the wind of the MC5 waved on them, but the MC5 <laughs> are not in the Hall of Fame, which is no. a travesty against man. <laughs> <sighs> that's
1: a fact. I agree with that 100%, man. Yeah. I think Toto's
0: probably in there. I don't know. And if Toto can be in, like, I I, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. But I digress.
0: So we've we've come to sort of. I've asked you all these business questions. All right, just about your life, the nitty gritty. All right, and there's more to that. There's more to Heath than just pressing records. And this is our our final segment here. And I, right. I have five, five important questions to ask you um, here on my five questions, a game show. Okay. The questions, Keith Yeah. Uh, my first question What made you decide to buy a metallic pink Ford Probe?
1: <laughs> All right. the, the 1994 pink probe. Um, yes. That car sorry, was meant to, had... to take
0: over for the Mustang. Did you know?
1: right yeah yeah. they tried they tried (laughs) um so my 1998 ford ranger got stolen from in front of my apartment so i was without a vehicle for about six months and my buddy had this yeah 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 it's clean it's a city so you can get around without a vehicle it's really easy um yeah yeah so um So I was just waiting for the right thing to pop up and my buddy and I've known her for years and years has had this 94 pink probe and her she got another car and I saw her post online that she's selling the probe and I was like you are fucking kidding me and so I called her immediately I think that post was up for one minute (laughs) and I was like Chris I was like Chris how much is the probe she's like a thousand bucks I'm, I'm like I will be over in five minutes. <laughs> I was like, I got that car. How much I is the
0: probe?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want a pink probe? I well, a lot of people probably don't. But I love this car. I love that's
0: this amazing. Car. It's, it's
1: a tank. It's, that's great. Yeah, that's so that that was it. That's awesome. It like only I like only a guy like me could drive a car like that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: what is what is your favorite part about Cleveland besides? owning a Ford Print probe <laughs> to drive around in it
1: my favorite part about Cleveland is uh, our music scene honestly it's uh, it's really tight knit uh, there there's a metal scene there's a there's a noise scene there's an indie scene there's a rock scene there's a there's a punk scene there's the and the, and the art scene like we have so much art music here it's, it's unreal there's there's pretty much not a weekend that goes by that there isn't five things that i want to go do or see on on a friday night and i'm just trying to figure out how to get and see all the people that i want want to see so yeah the art music the art music scene in cleveland is unfucking believable yeah we're really lucky here yeah
0: ohio in general is just a great rock state i tell (laughs) people all the time you could do a seven-day tour of just Ohio, you could you go. Can't,
1: you can't Tennessee, Cincinnati, Dayton, Dayton, Columbus, Columbus, Cleveland, Akron,
0: Canton, Cleveland. Yeah, fact. and uh, Youngstown. There you go.
1: Yeah, fact. Yeah, no, it's it. A little Ohio mini tour. Yeah, and I've done them, so hell yeah.
0: Dude, it's a uh, Ohio's great. Um, my next question. I mean, this is how. This is how much I know about you, but not in a odd way. Okay, just I'm gonna normal.
1: Feel, I'm going to feel odd, aren't I? Peer-to-peer,
0: <laughs> you know, respect yeah. way. Um, you've already answered my questions about LeBron. Um, yes. my, my next question is, how is Oracle the bird?
1: Ah, uh, the Oracle, my blind sparrow. He is doing great, man. Um, yeah, so we found this blind sparrow, didn't have any feathers, got kicked out of the nest because he didn't have any eyes, and the mom figured it out, and... Ended up, ended up in my care. It's amazing. And he's doing great. Yeah. No, he's a total trip. Uh, it's, I'm pretty lucky to be able to, you know, swap energy with that little guy. Yeah.
0: That's so wild. So this is like the lamest thing I've never told anybody, but I'll tell you, in which it, by proxy I'm telling the world. <laughs> I've always thought about writing yeah. a song about Oracle the bird. Oh man. Dude, it's like the coolest thing. Like you took and it's not like it's like it wasn't like it was like, you know, a robin or a yeah. it wasn't it was yeah. like, yo, this is just like this is like the scrub bird. This is a
1: dirty little street bird, <laughs> yeah. <my dirty laughs> right,
0: this dirty street bird, bird. <laughs> and <laughs> thing has no eyes and you're like, Hey, I'll care for you. And like Yeah, that's, no man. I think that's a, I I mean, I don't know how that couldn't say a lot about you, you know, like that's uh oh, pretty incredible um yeah and a natural question what's your favorite food
1: holy shit man i'm gonna have to say tacos
0: nice that's a good choice yeah. do you, are you a saucy person or do you like uh do you keep your sauce light
1: um i the see it depends it depends because i've had i've had a lot of different tacos from all all over the place and uh I, I got a thing pardon yeah <laughs> from the four corners of cleveland <laughs> right I ha- I've got a thing for just like like a, like a like a just a steak taco uh with cilantro onions and um and freaking hot sauce and that's that it we have good. a really awesome really awesome taco place here it's actually a mexican grocery store called la plaza and um then they have, like, a little kitchen, like, a, you know, like a five-and-dime old-school Woolworths, like, you know, little restaurant thing inside the grocery store. And uh, uh, you, get your, you get your tacos there, man. That's the spot. Yeah, I'm going to have to say, taco's my favorite food, for sure. It's
0: pretty epic. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess just, like, our last question is, you know, what, you know, what do you hope is next? and like not one of these like 5 year plans or whatever just like what do you hope is next like in the fall what do you hope to be doing or do you have any like aspirations or little things that you're kind of like this is a little goal I'd like to meet um in the near future
1: um i'd like i want to actually i, I want to release i want to release something a record that hasn't been released in a long time and i'm still searching for who or what that's going to be, um, and who I, who I want to do it with, but um, I mean I'm talking to a couple of people, uh, there's a few irons in the fire, but I want to I wanna start working on a release, something that either A, hasn't been released in 20 years, or B, has never been released on vinyl, um, something like that, that's, that's kind of what I've been working on lately. So hopefully sure. hopefully I'll be able to make some type of announcement soon, but um yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm still hustling on that.
0: Hey, I'm sure you'll get what you want. You've got a bit of clout. You know, <laughs> you make the gnarliest uh you know, press records in the game. Like uh and I'm sure that's quite the selling point. Um Thanks, man. I duly mean that. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. I really mean this. I wouldn't have started down the road that I went down without what you were doing. Yeah, was... I
1: remember I remember when you guys came to the shop and you were just like I'm trying to do this thing and I, and you told me a little bit about how you were doing it and uh and you were like but don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I like well you're here watching me do my thing so don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got yeah, we got we got to hold our cards close. It is a weird world, and, uh, right? Like it's uh it, yeah.
0: it's weird how you kind of like you're your processes are kind of everything
1: yeah no and it really is the 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 process of how i do what i'm doing and hopefully once i get stuff nailed down and you know what a a big dream of mine would be able to like start showing people how i'm doing it i would love to be able to do that but i'm i'm bound personally i'm bound you know with i'm bound um for you know proprietor stuff right now and i'm not allowed to to show it or to to really talk about the process, but, um, maybe, maybe someday, you know, I'll, maybe I'll one day
0: to... we'll both yeah. be, you know, middle-class wealth. And then our <laughs> retirement will teach people how to do these things because it won't yeah. matter to us then because it won't affect our, our employment or our yeah, finances. I'm no, we'll be, we'll we'll be be like, yeah, yeah you never, do whatever sorry. you want. Like, I don't care. <laughs>
1: One of these days, man. One of these days. I'm very hopeful
0: um, for that magical day. It's
1: been so great talking to you, man. You
0: too. Hey, I deeply appreciate you coming on, and uh, I hope that we uh, cross paths again sometime soon. Thank you so much. Oh,
1: we absolutely will, my friend. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care, buddy.